0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Sights and Sounds, the Student Spend podcast for all things movies, music, and more. This includes artists and crafters, but today we're going to have some musicians on. Um, I thought I'd take some time to introduce myself now that I've been established here at Student Spend. And I would also like to introduce you to a few friends of mine of our own indie rock band out of here, Rome, Georgia, Bedside Pond. This is a reminder that the Students' Men Podcast is a sister media to the Six Mile Post newspaper at Georgia Highlands College in Rome, Georgia. The views in this podcast do not represent those of the Six Mile Post or Georgia Highlands College. So you can introduce yourselves.
1: I'm Chunks. His is Austin Aerosmith.
2: And (laughs) I'm Trey Paul. You don't got to reveal my government name like that, bro.
0: (laughs) I am Layla Lee, and I sing in this band. I will jump in with the quiz. Our first question here is: What does our band name mean? What does "Bedside Pond" mean?
2: Austin, awesome. I'll let you you take this one. Um, there's a pond like five or ten feet from my bedroom window, and that's the room where I set up my studio and recorded our first EP, which is also called "Bedside Pond." We went through
1: a bunch of names; none of them really
2: stuck. Tried to force
1: one; that didn't stick. In his bedroom, and. The name kind of just we had the window open, we were frantically searching for something that didn't suck, and that's what we ended
2: up with. I think it's important to have a name that's made out of actual words. If you have a band name that's not made out of like normal everyday speech,
0: yeah, it's like a bunch of then
2: I have to explain it to every person that asks me what my, my band well, name well, now is. Now it's like, now that
1: we've established it. I've seen, you know, the Bedside Kites is a band that I know a song by, and Pond is a band that I listen to. <laughs> um, Bedside, there's one of it's like, Bedside Kid, there's like a million, you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. anything, it's awesome. the music's good, you know, it's gonna work.
0: Yeah, it's crazy that we didn't even have to think about any of those bands before we just named it. Exactly. And we like, oh, there is a place for us.
1: We found our niche.
0: Yeah um who are our biggest influences this is so weird like interviewing myself like i could answer
1: part of it oh you asked her first then how about that what are your what are your biggest music influences i
0: just say that because i get people after gigs they're like oh my gosh you sound like somebody i've heard before and it's usually dolly parton it's usually like well she's a
1: great role model she freaking is the best woman ever
0: yeah it's like that and 90s singers like alanis morissette and then for y'all, I'm sure it's different with your instrumentation.
1: Austin, awesome. what are, what are yours? You had like two or three. Did I you don't know. Anyone on the head? Any any group on the head? I don't know. Travis um,
2: Tripp. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Travis Tripp. Uh, I don't like, know. Is there anyone that got you more into music My, artist-wise? Minus the Bear okay. got me more into music. Yeah, that's a big one. I like Minus the Bear a lot. Yeah. If I had to pick maybe one or two,
1: it is kind of hard. But Jim Morrison. David Gilmore. Those are my dudes for real. Yeah. Really like Pink Floyd and the Doors. There are countless, though. I mean, especially as you grow
2: up. I remember middle school it was like, Vana, yeah. <laughs> it's like now I'm like, how was I that angry? It's not angry anymore, I guess. That's why I say minus the bear because I've had bands come and go. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to tell you a band I like now because no, no, that totally. might change. Well, yeah. I remember
1: honestly years, that though. like the East Rome Walmart, my mom, like back when you still use checks, I don't think we had debit cards at the time. She would let me pick out a CD. Occasionally, we would go there, and I picked out The Doors' Greatest Hits. And I was super young. I only remember it because I took it out to the register, and I was excited. And then Mom didn't have any more checks in her checkbook, oh, so God. we had a whole cart full of groceries that we had to legit just leave, go home, and then put them on the back. We came back, and we lived, you know, out in the woods. So it was like forty-five minutes from Walmart. And so we would, we all right, we'll try to get it next time. And I was like, no. So I finally got it next time, and it was like I didn't stop playing that thing still have one of the discs it was like a three disc thing
0: that's so sweet that's like a I, good story
1: it, it, oh yeah i couldn't even tell you how old i was i was definitely in grade school grade school probably like nine
0: how did we meet they're asking the, the people are asking how did we meet <laughs>
2: shout out matt tally we just talked about this the other day uh, te- technically this band started at georgia highlands
0: yeah. <laughs> You and Matt. Full circle, dude. Full circle.
2: Uh, I was in music appreciation class because I'd been talking about it. Some kid walked up to me and asked me if I played guitar, and uh, I was like, kind of frustrated with music at that point. But I went over there and played with him anyways, and it was pretty fun. And that has evolved all the way into this. Yeah, it, it's years parallel years. too. Like
1: I, I lived with Matt at that place for a while after high school. I went to school with Matt. He's a year below me, and we were friends from middle school on, and. When I lived together we would he had really just an old drum set in his house and his little trailer that we lived in like no heat in the air but we were young and didn't care and so we'd play like music every day he'd play the drums I'll play guitar like no pedals just straight guitar into the amp I stopped playing guitar for like a year Matt really when I moved there I took my guitar and so it was no longer under my bed it was out on my stand so I'd play it more and then I moved he hit me up it was his 21st birthday dinner and was like I got a music project going now I ended up going. I think he just kept asking me. And I ended up meeting Austin. And yeah, now it's you two met and you two are together. And it's it's been a cool, it's been a long journey, especially through COVID and stuff. But
0: I was in a band called Floral Cemetery in my high school years. And I met y'all in that band. We were cake
1: jam at the time. (laughs) Uh, It was
0: not fun. Uh, It was fun enough for me to keep doing it. But I like moved around and went to college in Tennessee and was not in a band and was just like, Doing live shows on Facebook because it was quarantine, COVID times. I was like, dang, I really want a band. And then Austin and I friended each other. We started dating via Facebook interactions. <laughs>
1: he said, like like red flag. I
0: was telling Austin, I do want to sing in a band. I don't want to sing in your band though because Trey has to approve it. I was like, You better make sure that you're well, all
1: Trey knows. he had to do was just play the music that you had demos that you had sent over. Which I was familiar with the music from the show that we played together years before we were in a group together. That's and so cool. I was like, yeah, if we had that, we, we, we would be good. <laughs> I was like, straight up. And like, wow. Because music was garbage. But your voice kept the music at a point where you didn't even care what it sounded like, you know? And so when you add that to good music, like we're attempting to do.
0: There's like a true magic that you have to have to hold energy, to hold the attention yeah. of like however many people you want listening. And mm-hmm. in my head, I want to be as successful as somebody that's selling out amphitheaters. How do you create that energy?
1: Well, a lot of that to me is chemistry. I mean, you you can look at that across any group or cohesive effort, like sports too. It's not always like who has the best roster, it's like who's got chemistry in the locker room and a lot of sports situations and a lot of music situations. I think there's a lot of That's talented huge... musicians that never meet the right people and have the right chemistry with like as a cohesive group and they never make it. Musicians was, way better I, than us. I would
2: say like highly creative types are usually not just on average, are not the best at socializing, so well, yeah, that you, puts you're a honest. really a really small section of musicians that can get along. Mm-hmm. And a lot of good musicians have egos that we run into the, a lot. You know, yeah. And, yeah. And, and I mean,
1: I mean, I played in a church band when I was a kid, and it was awesome. But I never looked at it as something I wanted to like tell my parents I was going to pursue alongside a college degree, you know what I'm saying? Which is, like, just a total block in the way. So, like, from a parent's guy, they were like, oh, no. <laughs> like, but you name any famous musician, I guarantee you their parents probably didn't approve at first.
2: So.
0: Um, this one is about the songwriting of it, so I'll give it to whoever wants it. But what is the songwriting process of Bedside Pond?
2: I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's, like, it's so hard to know. Someone I guess coffee I'm looking me?
1: in, it's, like, awesome. to be like, I've got this riff, and then I'll put a bass line on it. It used to be next time we'd hang out, Austin would be like, I put words to it. It's like, okay, here's the bass ref. I kinda polished it. And now it's like we we me and him have Bill Chemistry too. I I usually know what ballparker stuff he's gonna play. Now we just kinda pan to Layla, like in the office, pan the camera to Layla and be like, words. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) it was just beautiful. I feel like truly we when we haven't done this, I think if we sat down in a room like this with no Homework due outside of our life and no shifts. We got to go work. We could put down an, an album in a week, honestly, of new of new, pro- yeah. of new, material. I really think we could amongst the three of us. I so. mean, and I
0: know that I could write an album because and I you did. You probably
1: got a book at home anyways, ready.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, I mean, I did when I was 15. It was like I had nothing better to do. I did all my homework in school. I would come home and use my homework time to, like, write poems and the poems turn into songs. Yeah. Pretty cool. So we haven't gone on tour yet. Playing all of our shows, what is the craziest thing that has happened? Do
2: I get to count cake jam shows into that or just our shows? Mm. Just bedside Unless, time shows? If you have something crazy, I'd say both can fall into this category. Well, one time we had this dude come up and want to freestyle on the mic. Oh, no. While we played some that. chords. And he could sing. We, we were all feeling pretty <laughs> lit, so he just, just had handed him the mic, and he got to singing or freestyling. Then he wouldn't give the mic back. Yeah, it just
1: got off. <laughs> derailed quickly. He went from like, "Oh my God, this dude, we just found like some American
2: Idol talent up here." like at this bar, and then it was like, "Wait, we need the mic." I felt so bad for Justin because I'm over there playing, and yeah, we were acting it on. And Justin's got a ass out
1: Justin's like, "You the mic, man. Yeah, hey, I need the mic, man."
2: And Justin's such a sweet, like, and heart. He just, I, man. Would, I would say the other thing for me would be seeing Layla at a gig, and then her becoming our singer, and me dating her. And that, that came about through a Facebook argument. So anybody that says that Facebook arguments are pointless, yeah, they, they, there's a big picture, and you're not seeing it. Facebook arguments cannot be pointless sometimes. <laughs> to be 100%, I don't support Facebook or Facebook arguments.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs>
2: but, uh,
0: but when there's purpose behind it.
2: Sometimes bad things happen, and they turn into good things. Yeah. And I think our ability to foresee if a bad thing is going to turn into a good thing or if a good thing is going to turn into a bad thing, it's kind of like you got to give up. There's too many variables. You just got to kind of trust it.
0: I, had a, I was in an English class and there was a statement that was like, we are all Christ and we are all crucified every day. And I'm like a big thinker when it comes to English classes and stuff. So I was like, is this true? Me knowing that my dad was following me and my pastor was following me and then I, did, I didn't remember that Austin was following me because he had just started following me. Like, we had just started, like, being friends. So my dad gives his two cents, and my pastor gives his two cents, and then Austin Aerosmith gives his two cents. <laughs> and him and my dad— He's good at that. Yeah, for He's real. Him and my dad are writing pages on pages of, <laughs> like, if— if they were still there, because all of it was deleted, like none of it exists anymore, it it was good for both him and my dad. Like, dad called me and was like, you never believe I ripped a new one on this guy on Facebook. And I was like, you can't hate him, Dad. I love him. <laughs> and then they met and they got along great. That's probably the craziest thing that's happened in my life, too, is y'all actually accepted me into a band that was so talented. The bright sound that I wanted...
1: Positive energy too, you know the music, the the relationships, friendships. We, I mean, we've just been slowly cultivating this process while trying to simultaneously get a degree and pay our rent and you know, survive in twenty twenty two America. But that's an entire other podcast. The looks I've gotten from people
0: of like, yeah, I mean, and you wouldn't believe, yeah, you wouldn't believe, like even this morning, I we have a show tonight, and so I'm super dressed up. I got like all my makeup and jewelry on and some AC guys came to my house because I went to the wrong house. And I opened the door and just the looks on people's faces when they, when they see something different, it's just different. It breaks my heart really. But the amount of success that we have now pushes me to be this way even further, to be myself even further. I mean, Trey, that's what you told me when I joined this band and was like, what do I need to do? Like, I'm just the singer and y'all are doing all the, all the guitar work that I used to do. Like I, I'm not as good as mm-hmm. y'all anymore. And he was like, you just be yourself. And you know what? That's the first friend that has ever told me that and meant it. Incredible. The
1: best way I can look at it and
2: convey it is we're all pushing one cohesive effort. It has reached a point I honestly don't care about much except the music I make and showing it to people. Mm-hmm. So
0: Thank God for that, too, because it's, it's the same for me. I'm sure it's the same for a lot of musicians that won't admit that. They'll be like trying to find that in other parts instead of dedicating their energy to what they do love and admitting that they do love this music.
2: Yeah, and and admitting that you're going to be poor while you make it.
0: True. I don't get paid a lot ever anyway. (laughs) I don't ever expect to get paid anything anyway. I've just loved this forever, Mm -hmm. and I will love this forever. It's just not
2: this. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to get a degree. I mean, I'd I'd say more so now than ever, I actually enjoy our music. Just outside of everything, Mm -hmm. if I was in a spaceship flying to Mars, I might pop that on and listen to it. It's, it's, it's just fun to listen to.
0: Dude, that's the perfect and environment for Bedside Pond
2: music. I've, I've not really had that thus far, and it takes a lot of growth as a musician to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. If you look back at, like I've told you before, the some us tracking at mass
1: on the MacBook, like, like trying to use logic, trying to navigate logic, recording with that Zoom mic you had and stuff. And, I mean, yeah. we had to to do that stuff to get to where we were. Not necessarily, but there's our other paths but the trial and error path is, is a path of, like, assurance of, you know, you learn and you, you're going to look stupid. And we've looked stupid.
2: We've all three looked stupid musically before. For it's sure. Part of, but, it's just part of growth. But having faith in yourself like oh, yeah. at the point I do now, like, I would like to just invest as much time and money as I can into making bedside pond work. And that's basically the summary of it for me, because that's what it means for me on a daily basis. I coincidentally took a break from college at the same
1: time I met Austin because I was wasting my time giving credits I didn't need. And thankfully I did that because at the time, Highlands didn't offer the bachelor's program they do now. So my degree would be completely different if I wouldn't have taken a break. But just, I have great parents. Really, like I have four amazing parents in different ways. And seeing all four of them kind of be like, you know, you try to stop going to college, playing music. They're like, we really want you to finish your degree. You know, I'm going to when I know what I want to do. And, and I stuck to those guns to the point where they were straight blue in the face about go back to school. And I was like, I'll go back to school I want. And then when this degree opened up just through someone telling me about it, it's just the way life works. And it's like, now I'm still doing music in a way better project that wouldn't exist if I wouldn't have went through those trials. And... I'm about to have my degree too, and it can all pan out, you know. And with the with the musician thing too, things are different now. It's not like drop an album and get a platinum record that you get a percentage yeah, get of the sales. Signed. It's like now you got to have a million listens to be able to buy a fourth of a house. You know, a million listens on Spotify, seventy k.
2: Just you want a decent your house.
1: You're looking at you know seven times four. You're looking at yeah, 280k and, and for and a the house. amount of money you have to put into the music. Like it's, <coughs> it's an all encompassing thing. Yeah. So so four million streams to buy a house now. Things are different. You don't have to pull the event 7 fold and sleep in a van for four years. <laughs> <No>. You can <laughs> release music on Spotify while doing other things like the like Blake that's playing drums for us. He works at Google and then also has a very successful metal band. You know, long gone are the days of. Only letting music pay your bills. So I think with the musicians and the poor thing, it's like if you only it's only if you choose to be, you know. Right. Is,
0: exactly. That's
1: which is hard. It's a lot harder. It's a lot harder.
2: <laughs> I'm not working. That's true. Music is the job. It's it, not a job and a half. Uh, I think with any art, it's like Tolkien. Tolkien wrote uh, all of Lord uh, of the Rings. And he always complained in his side notes about how the world works. Now he'd have to work all day, get extremely tired, and then sit down at night and just write despite how tired he was. I think that affected what his stories turned out like, because it's more mystical and dreamlike, because he's literally falling asleep
0: as he's
2: (laughs) he's writing it.
0: Um, Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, Austin. And thank you, Trey. Is that the whole thing? This is the whole thing. Do you all have any more questions? Do you um, want me to ask you any more questions? I had
2: this 30-minute monologue planned.
0: Go,
2: Ben. It's, it's, it's TED talk. His talk about about um, uh, Kim Trails.
1: Kim, Kim Trails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now
0: it's
1: time for our 30-minute protest. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Stay uh, in school.
0: What?
1: And if you guys need us, we'll call you.
0: Thanks, Ben. Such This has been Sights and Sounds, and we'll see you next time.